This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome back to the Betting Weekly podcast brought to you by Bet Rivers. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon. I'm joined by Nigel Seeley. Nigel, how you doing, mate? I'm all right, Harry. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I feel, I feel a lot better, actually. Um, You're looking better. Am I? Yeah, I think so. Bloody hell. <laughs> things like that to me, Harry. You give me more compliments than all my family. My kids don't, talk to, don't message me any nice compliments you do. I mean, always back to a little bit of um, vision. I've got like um, about a further vision the top of the eye where the rep has gone on. So, uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, but I'll tell you what, we've been smashing the bookies um, this week and last week as well. So, Bet Rivers, we're coming for you. We're going to get your money. So, uh, yeah, all looking good. You're looking very summery there. You know, you look very nice. Didn't you just get hit by this big storm? I'm, I'm in like dark the dungeons here. You <laughs> look like you're in Magaluf or, or Marseille or something. <laughs> I've been caught in the rain at least three times today, but I, I sat down to do this podcast. It must be a sign from the heavens or something because the sun's come out and it's shining right in my face. So it means we're going to have a good one. Absolutely. Okay, let's kick off by running through some of the weekend's Premier League fixtures. Let's start with Leeds versus Tottenham. That's the early game on Saturday. Well, 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 well. Where do you start on these two matches? I mean... Really, really, really. These are the two sides that you would not trust with anybody's money um, to win a Premier League game. I mean, Tottenham last week, obviously, been in a fantastic performance, winning 3 2 against Manchester City. Nobody would have seen that. And then they go to Burnley. Well, I feel they're a bit unlucky, really. Conditions suited Burnley. Uh, and Tottenham just didn't capitalise on any chances. One bad, um, didn't defend well from a set piece. And, and they conceded a goal. And that was what that's what Burnley do. So where do you go from betting here? I mean, do you trust Tottenham? And how on earth can you trust Leeds? I mean, Leeds are in defensively turmoil. The last four matches, a 6-0 loss against Liverpool, where tactically Bielsa was so wrong in what he did. You could never, you would never see me say Bielsa was tactically uh, at fault, but he was at fault. Uh, he didn't play a centre-back. He played full-backs in centre-back positions. Uh, and they were, they, were, they were absolutely taken apart. They lost 4-2 against uh, Manchester United, 3-0 against Everton, and then a 3-3 draw against Aston Villa. So they've conceded 16 goals uh, in their last four games, which is frightening and concerning because they're going down the table at an alarming rate. Um, if we look at the odds here, a Leeds are plus 280. Couldn't bet that. Tottenham minus 110. Never trust Tottenham at minus money. And the tie is plus 290. Couldn't bet any of those three. Could not bet any of those three. But when you look at how these two sort of sides match up and you think that both want a reaction, you've got to expect goals, haven't you? Um, over two and a half goals here is minus 159. I know it's a low price, but it's cashed in the last four Leeds games. 
Um, and, he, and, and the one it didn't was a one 0 home defeat against Newcastle. Um, and Tottenham have got that capability with Son and with Kane to to destroy teams and put goals past teams. And with the defensive frailties at Leeds, it's a match that just screams goals to me. I'm actually throwing over three and a half. If you don't want to play the minus two and a half, go over three and a half with Bet Rivers, which is plus 160. That is the kind of game that I'm expecting. But nobody, and I mean nobody, can trust either of these two sides um, at those at those prices. You, know, you just can't. You, you, you can't bet any of them at the odds. So goals, definitely goals. Goals is the angle on that one. Let's go for Brentford versus Newcastle. Big game towards the bottom end of the table. Yeah, it's a big game. And uh, I've made my concerns about Brentford um, in recent weeks, thinking they're, they're falling very, very, very low down and, and, and not in the table and not not doing anything. Uh, they stopped the, the losing run against Crystal Palace in their last home game, which is a nil-nil draw. Uh, and they, but they haven't won in eight. And with Burnley winning at the bottom of the table, the likes of Brentford, the likes of Everton, the likes of Leeds are all being sucked into a relegation battle, which Newcastle are in as well. So this is a huge, huge match at the bottom of the table. I think here the fear of losing outweighs the ambition of going for the win. And um, I think we're going to see a very, very dull, low-scoring match here. I I, I don't think goals are going to be on the menu. Uh, If you look at Brentford's games prior to their loss against Arsenal. I know we played the unders in that game and Brentford scored in the 90th minute. but Killed me. Absolutely killed me. And then that was, we had a really bad last three or four minutes in the in the Betcast. We've cost a lot of our bets. But um, Brentford may go a little bit negative in their, in their, in their bid to stay in the Premier League. Um, and Newcastle, I know they've had a really bit of a, a good run. Uh, Eddie House spent money in the transfer window and they're unbeaten now in five matches. But they're without Trippier and I think that's a big, big blow for them. I think he was their marquee signing, uh, a player that I think will will galvanise them. I I think Newcastle will be okay. But I think both managers will look at this game and think, you know what, a draw isn't a bad result. And when you consider, and again, I keep saying about it, the draw here is the biggest price of all three outcomes. Brentford are plus 150, Newcastle are $2 and the tie is 225. In games like this, when the draw is the biggest price of all three, it's got to be taken. And the reason why it's never taken or the reason why it is the biggest price of all three is because it's always a great result for the books. Nobody bets the draw. They always bet you know, the home team or the away team, but they very rarely bet the draw. So I like the draw here. I like under two and a half goals. Nil-nil, one-one would be my idea of a scoreline if you wanted to get a, a, a bit of uh, juice in your price. Brighton versus Aston Villa. That one takes place at the Amex Stadium. What's your take on this one? Two sides struggling. Uh, I mean, Brighton, the draw specialist in the Premier League. Uh, if you look at the, the way, you know, because the, the, they draw so many games, you can look at their matches and be sort of, look at them one way, thinking they're doing well, or look at them doing them, uh, the other way, because the draw says, "Oh, they have so many games unbeaten, or they've only, uh, or they haven't won one, depending on which way you want to go." But the fact is that they've only won one game in their last eight. Uh, Aston Villa under Gerrard, he come in, he changed it around, brought in some great players, including Coutinho. But he's got a bit of a problem here as well. He's he's got uh, a, a problem as well. He's only won one in his last eight games as well, which ironically was against Everton, which I consider that he would be 
massively up for. The home defeat against Watford last week was a, was a shocking performance and a shocking result that wouldn't have gone down well. And I think both teams will need to bounce back. It's got that kind of end-of-season feel to this game. Two sides with nothing to play for. Neither of them are going to make the top uh, six, seven for the Europa League places. Uh, neither of them are going down. So it can fizzle out to a non-event. It could be 3-3, it could be 0-0. But again, I like the draw here. Plus 230. Biggest price of all three. Brighton are plus 130. Aston Villa are plus 225. The tie is 230. Two very evenly matched sides. Go for the draw. Plus 230. Let's take a look at Crystal Palace versus Burnley. Of course, Crystal Palace come into this off the back of a big win uh, in the Premier League. Burnley, too, picked up a positive result. Yeah, Burnley are my bet for relegation at, at um, I think, two plus 250, I think it was, at the start of the season. I can't remember what price it was for so long ago. But um, I was counting the money, and now now I'm getting nervous because at the bottom of the table, Burnley know what... At the start of the season, Sean Dyche would have said to his side, we're going to be in a relegation battle, and let's just give ourselves a fighting charge with, with a dozen games to go. And that's exactly where they find themselves in. Two wins... Uh, against Brighton 3-0 and against Tottenham. But the impressive thing is they've kept clean sheets or shutouts in those games. Prior to that as well, they, no, they drew 0-0 with your team, Arsenal. They drew 0-0 with Watford. They drew 1-1 with Man United. They only lost 1-0 at home to Liverpool. So they're grinding out results. And Crystal Palace here, on such a euphoric win against Watford, they'll find this game a really, really, really tough match. Um, I would, wouldn't really be rushing to play anything. Crystal Palace are minus one one thirteen. Uh, Burnley are plus three ten. The tie is plus two seventy. Probably a case to be made for unders again. Under two and a half goals minus one forty three. I know that um, uh, Palace won four in in the four and uh, four one against Watford. But prior to that, their last four matches were under two and a half goals. And in Burnley games this season, uh, four of the last sorry five of the last six games excusing the win against Burnley against Brighton have gone under two and a half goals. So I would probably go under two and a half goals. And again, I wouldn't want out another draw. I mean, I think I think these games look very, very hard in the Premier League this week. I haven't had one big play or official play for me on Premier Sports Race in the Premier League because I think it's a tricky card. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, let's move on to Manchester United versus Watford. That's the last of the 3pm kickoffs here in the UK. Yeah, Man United are minus 305, Watford are plus eight, and the tie is plus 475. Manchester United, just so inconsistent, aren't they? But the thing is, they've been creating chances. They didn't play very well in midweek against Atletico Madrid, and I think they've counted themselves quite lucky to come back to the draw. But uh, the game before that against Leeds was a real good game, scored four goals. That's a, a morale-boosting game. And I think with Burnley conceding four against Crystal Palace, they know that they've got They've got to win games now. They have to win. Um, Roy Hodgson come in to sort of steady the ship, which he did. But conceding four against Crystal Palace was a wake-up call for them. So I would expect Manchester United to win here. Could I bet them at minus 305? Certainly not. I wouldn't bet any team at uh, minus 305. But I think given the amount of chances they create in the Premier League and given the state of where Watford are, uh, goals could be uh, here. Over two and a half goals is minus 157. And it... That is probably low, but if you look at both teams to score as a yes, it's better bet for you. It's minus, uh, sorry, it's plus 104. And when you consider that uh, Manchester United have conceded against Atletico Madrid, they conceded two against Leeds, they conceded against Southampton at home, they conceded against Middlesbrough at home. Um, they do, they do, 
one thing about them is they give opposition chances. So, and in, with Dennis up front for Watford, um, you've got a goal scorer. So, I'd probably go to a small, small lean for for over. Uh, sorry, for both teams to score yes rather than the over, because of the prices it offers a lot better um, value for me. So both uh, both teams to score yes. Good stuff. And the final game on Saturday is that clash between Everton, Frank Lampard's Everton and Manchester City, who uh, will be looking to bounce back after that result last weekend. How do you see this one going, mate? Well, Man City have now, you know, everyone was giving, me included, giving them the title, saying they're going to win the Premier League title. It's in the bag. But Liverpool are coming at them really, really tough. Liverpool aren't dropping points and they're going to feel the pressure. And they're going to drop points. The trouble is, is that Liverpool need their archest rivals and their fierce enemy, the local derby uh, team, Everton, to do them a favour here. But I'm looking at the odds and there is something telling me 10 to 1 Everton at home is a little bit too big. Um, I don't know what it is. I can't, you know, I, I just, if you look at Everton at the moment, they're, they're conceding goals. They're, they're not winning matches. You know, they're not really putting performances. But uh on a one-off big game against Manchester City, a trip to Everton is always a tough place to go. And I think 10-1 to 1 is, is a little bit big. Um, Man City will definitely feel the pressure. They have um, obviously a Champions League game in midweek, but they obviously have 5-0 up from that. So, you know, that, that, that takes a gloss off that a little bit. But I think the Asian lines here could be a way to go. I mean, to bet, uh, to bet Everton at home plus one 0.75 goals. And what that means is half of your wager will be on Everton to win uh, with a one and a half goal start. And the other half of your wager will be on Everton to win with a two goal start. So the only way you're going to lose is if, if Everton lose at home by Manchester City, or you lose all your stake, is if Everton lose at home by Manchester City by three goals. Now, Everton are fighting for their life. The crowd will be so up for this game. All the stats will tell you Man City will go there and win a three, three or four nil, but it isn't as easy as that. And I've just got a sneaky feeling that Everton might put in a performance here. So I'm looking at the Asian handicap and betting um, Everton plus 1.75. But at 10, 10 to 1, given that Liverpool have uh, 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 putting that pressure on them, uh, I think that that, that, could, that looks a little bit a little bit too big for me. Yeah, I agree with that. That's, that's massive. 10 to 1 is huge. It's at certainly... Yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly tempting me, that one, I've got to say. Well, I mean, if you look at Everton's record at home under Frank Lampard, they beat Leeds 3-0. They beat Brentford 4-1 in the FA Cup. So their home form is OK, you know, recently. It's their away form that's been the, the downfall. And Everton's trips to Everton over the years have been very, very hard for big clubs to go. It's one club that no one really fancies. An old-fashioned football stadium, which is close to the pitch, and uh, the atmosphere will be electric there because they need the win. And uh, with Liverpool not playing as well, they're in the cup final. Uh, Man City with the Champions League, I just, I just think, but I do think the better way to play them is, is on the Asian handicap plus 1.75. And you will be able to get minus 120 that. So the only way you will lose all your money on that wager is if Man City win at Everton by three goals. Yeah, it, very tempting that one indeed. Um, Nigel, have you got a parlay for us this week? Or Yeah, I've got a parlay. Yeah. I've got Let's a, do it. Love this. Four team parlay, and it's uh, I'm going into the lower echelons in English football. So my first pick is Luton uh, in the Championship in England, the league below 
the uh, the Premier League, and they're at home to Derby. Um, Luton have, have got a brilliant manager in Nathan Jones. He left Luton um, and he and he moved to Stoke, and he tried to change the way Stoke played. It never worked for him, and he come back to Luton, and he's a man who knows the club inside out, and he got them playing a system. They are producing some brilliant stats in their metrics. Uh, they're, they're just outside the playoff position, so they need to win. And they're playing Derby, who are languishing at the foot of the table. And I've mentioned Derby many times to show that they were my bet of the week last week, Derby, against Peterborough. They got the job done. They won 1-0. But they had all the possession, all the stats, but they couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Uh, in midweek, they went to Stoke. Uh, so they were home to Millwall and they lost 2-1. It was Luton that played Stoke. Luton won against Stoke. And that performance against Millwall was pretty bad against Derby. And, and at the gap at the bottom now between between Derby and the club just above them, uh, Reading is growing. It's, I think it's about eight points now. And, and, I, and I feel that Derby may just have run out of gas in that that real, you know, there were t- minus 21 points and Wayne Rooney was looked as, as someone who, if he could perform a miracle, and he could perform a miracle, but now it looks a really, really tall order. And with Luton, with their with their stats and their home record, their home record is phenomenal. Um, they're, they're unbeaten in eight at home. Uh, and in those matches, they've beaten West Brom and Bournemouth, who are right at the top of the table, and they've drawn with Blackburn, who also towards the top of the table, and Fulham. And I just think they're going to be far too stuff for Derby. So that's one of my bets. Luton to beat Derby. In League One in England, I'm going to go for Sheffield Wednesday to beat Charlton. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday have just moved it just, just outside the playoff positions as well. Another team like Luton will need to win. And they play a, um, a Charlton side who are, who are in big trouble. They've lost their last four matches. The manager's under pressure. Uh, Wednesday are just going about their business, scoring lots and lots of goals. Uh, and not not conceding goals. I mean, in the last six matches, they've they've kept shutouts in five of them, and and the only time they were breached defensively was against Rotherham. So I'm going to go for, with top of the table. I'm going to go for Luton to beat Derby. I'm going to go for QPR in the Championship in England as well. Draw no bet against Blackburn. I don't usually like betting QPR. They're my team, and the reason I don't like betting them is because I, I can never read them right. But I think. They've gone through a real bad run and they won 2-1 uh, in midweek against Blackpool with a last-minute goal, which the, the scenes at QPR were, were fantastic. Um, and I think that it's a great time to play Blackburn. They were Blackburn are without their striker, uh, Ben Burton Diaz, who scored 20 goals for them this season, which is 44% of Blackburn's goals. The first game without him, they played in midweek against Sheffield United and didn't really create a chance. Sheffield United won 1-0. So without Brayton Diaz, I think QPR will get something. So I'm going to go for QPR on the draw, no bet, rather than QPR the win. And my final bet is in Austria. Now, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, ne- I've never had a bet on the Austrian league in my entire life. Life, and I will be singing Edelweiss, Edelweiss up the up the outs if uh, if this comes in. But I'm going to go for, is it Lines? You're, you're, Linz, Linz, Linz? You know, the, the, I don't know from the chocolate, but Linz. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> you're to beat Salzburg. And the reason I'm going to go for this one, Linz are plus 155. Salzburg have, have won their domestic league. I think they're something like 17 points clear at the top of the table. I mean, they could lose 
five games on the spin and still win the league. You know, they, they win the league in August. That's how weak it is over in Austria. Uh, and Linz have got a great opportunity. Salzburg have 15 players out with COVID. 15 of their squad, uh, backroom staff, 15 of them. And also Salzburg in midweek played Bayern Munich. And the tie is 1-1 from the first leg. And that is the priority. And with 15 players out and the game against Munich in midweek, we're cheering Linz. We don't even know the name of the team, but we're cheering them and we're going to be singing Edelweiss, Edelweiss, if they win. And that accumulator pays 13 to 1. Good stuff. I'll be looking out for that uh, that obscure bet. I don't think, I was thinking when you said it, I don't think he's ever come up with one on this show anyway from Austria. So something different. Never, something different. ever, ever bet anything in Austria in my life. But uh, this week I'm breaking uh, that habit. Setting a new mould. That's the way to do it. Um, so that's the accumulator for this week, the uh, parlay. What about your dog of the week? Dog of the week this week. And then you're, you're, you're going to... I don't know if it's a good thing I should be saying this, but QPR. QPR to beat Blackburn, plus 275. Blackburn, without their main man, struggling for form, struggling for goals. He scored 40%, Brayton Diaz, of that side. Chilean international. Without him, Blackburn are very, very limited. Uh, QPR, I saw the reverse fixture in London. QPR dominated and with a much the better side. And QPR at plus 275 to win at Blackburn after what was a huge win for them in midweek against Blackpool. They were down to 10 men and they scored in the 90th minute. And I think they go to a full of confidence and I think they'll beat Blackburn without their main striker. Good stuff. OK, what about your best bet of the week then? What do you think represents the best value from everything that you've taken a look at? <laughs> the best bet of the week, we're going to Austria. And this will be the one and only time we're going to Austria. I'm going to go for a team I don't even know anything about. We're going to go for a Linz. Lin, I need lenses in my eyes. But Linz at uh, plus 155 to beat Salzburg. Reason being, Salzburg are 17 points clear at the top of the table. Put all the kids out. 15 of their squads and their backroom staff have affected with COVID. Big COVID problem at the club. They may decide to arrest everybody and try to put a decent side out against Bayern Munich in midweek where the tie is set up at 1-1 in the Champions League. Brilliant stuff. Good stuff indeed. Uh, that brings us towards the end of the show. Anything else you want to add, Nigel, before we wrap up? No, that's it, mate. Um, big week of the, F, the, the capital, the, the Carabao Cup final as well this week is uh, Liverpool, mm -hmm. Chelsea at Wembley. Um, I think that's a very, very hard game to call. I would definitely have a bet on that without seeing the two sides that the two teams put out. They've both got big ambitions in the Champions League. They've both got big ambitions pushing Manchester City hard in the Premier League. And uh, I was quite close to throwing in Everton at 10 to 1 as a dog of the week because I think that double figure price at home is too big for Everton. Yeah, and I agree with that. I'll, I think I'll be having a little go at that one uh, just because the price is so tempting. You can catch myself and Nigel on the Bet Rivers EPL Betcast. That'll be on the YouTube channel and we'll be going live just before three o'clock on Saturday UK time. Uh, Nigel, what time is that in Eastern? Because my conversions are terrible. We've established this. Uh, it's 10 o'clock Eastern 10 time. So it's five stuff. hours behind. It's 10 o'clock Eastern. Wake up in the morning, have your breakfast. Come on, listen to myself and Harry 
and have a bit of a laugh and uh, try to uh, to get some winners. Last week we were unlucky. We had so many good positions going into the last minute. Chelsea scored, and then we got the late goal at the Arsenal game, and things sort of changed. So, but um, yeah, hopefully that uh, people can join us and and stay safe and well, and we'll see you all uh, on Saturday. Yeah, make sure you join us. Make sure you hit the like button on the video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel as well. We'll be back very, very soon with more. Until next time, keep cashing those tickets. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs>